Hi. Oh my god, hello Khalifa. It's been ages, it feels like. It has. It's been tragically long. How are you doing? I am I feel really good. Can you believe it in March already? Like what the hell? What the hell? Insane. <laughs> it feels like the other day we were recording uh, you know, kicking off the new year and now we're in March. I know. How are you? I am good. I am good. I am feeling positive. I'm feeling very, very excited about this episode. Same. So excited because we're talking about, I mean, if you haven't seen it, even Living Under a Rock, the, the Genius Trilogy, the documentary about Kanye West. And I just want to start off right after that. It was incredible, but we're really going to dive in. We're going to digest. We're going to get in. So are you ready to tune in? Oh my gosh, I've been ready. Let's go. Leg <laughs> out. Tuned in. With Cal and Lack. So, tell us, Lakaya, what made you watch it? What was the the draw? So, I I don't think I would have watched it if it wasn't for you. I mean, I love Kanye West's talent. I really do. I think he's amazing. But I don't know. Just, like, you know, all the things that he's been doing lately with, like, Pete Davidson. It's just been so messy and, like, so annoying. And I've just been so turned off. But you, Khalifa, yeah. was like, oh my gosh, this documentary is amazing. You like, if you don't watch it, there's no more tuned in. We kind of lack, essentially. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so I was like, oh my gosh, okay, fine. And yeah, that's what made me watch it. What about you? Fair play. I mean, I've been, like, similar to you, I'm such a huge, huge diehard fan of Kanye's music. Yeah from a very very long time from an early age he is 100 percent. as much as he gets on my nerves and i don't agree with most of the things he says and i don't really like how he acts in public he's mm. undeniably one of the greatest artists ever and he definitely is. in my top five as a kid i was obsessed with kanye west so <laughs> regardless of how i feel about him today in 2022 i was going to watch it Fair. i wanted to see it i just wanted to see the man behind the music that really is a, such a huge part of my life and I'm so happy that the documentary actually did that because I was worried it was going to be more into a look into sort of him as a person rather than him as a musician and I'm much more a fan of him as a musician so I'm glad you got to see that. I could not believe when watching it I really did not expect that I did not expect a like 20 year documentary i thought it would be like oh you know last two years he's yeah i did not expect to see like him in like what 2001 or whatever it was i was so shocked and that's what made me i was just like wow this is a true documentary like this is documented like what a like a great time in his life a a hard time but also just like i think the documentary should win all the um accolades i just want to start off there with the documentary itself like i think it's amazing and we have to shout is it cootie (laughs) shout out we need to give cootie his props like first and foremost i think first of all i mean kanye having the insight to even suggest that he should be recorded it's so him it's so him to believe at that moment that a documentary needs to be made to capture this moment because it's going to be special the self-belief Khalifa let's start there let's start there because the self-belief just to know that I'm gonna be great so I just need there, to capture this just like there just, no who else insane. I couldn't think of anyone that I know or any other artist that would 
think of that in like 2000 who who wasn't already like established who that's amazing a young man 23 i mean unheard of just the fact that even before his first album like he'd get he's got a crew like doing a documentary about him in incredible i just can't i can't that's just amazing i know absolutely incredible and some of the moments they captured i mean we're looking at the making particularly in episode one the making of one of the best hip-hop albums no the best albums forget hip-hop one of the best albums (laughs) like it's just well yeah i I mean of course i just i just i mean even if you take it out of hip-hop it's just one of the best yeah it is time and we get to see all of the blood sweat tears wire that went into that that is just (laughs) so moving and that that was the thing that kept like popping out to me as a theme and as a as a as a topic was just the sheer determination and self-belief I have never seen somebody so determined to fulfill their dreams and no matter how much everybody around them is telling them stay in your lane you're just a producer you're just this it's not that great I mean there was a part that really stood out to me he's in a room there's this other little girl who like does her thing I'm guessing she's trying to get onto the label and he's rapping gold digger for Dame Dash I mean <laughs> of course but there's songs that you hear before they go big yeah you don't recognize how great mm. they are but gold digger and nobody in the room is listening nobody even cares that song wasn't going to be released for another four years mm. and it was still a hit it was still a huge smash it was still just as good as it was yeah. when he performed it in some dingy hotel room in 2002 and um, for Dame Dash when nobody listened then it's just he knew he knew how good he was and I think it really did give me a lot of sympathy for him because when we're seeing him kind of trash talking and you know bigging himself up I think it's very easy for us to put him down to you know try and just stamp on his fire and really try and belittle him but he's not having it he wasn't having it in 2002 he wasn't having it in 2009 and he's not having it now He's and so I believe it. him. I believe him now. Like, oh just... my gosh! I mean, the first episode I remember, I was just like, "Wow, wow!" Like the the just the determination. It really is so inspiring. Kanye West, the producer. First of all, I didn't know. I found out in the first episode that he produced like um, "Bonnie and Clyde" by Jay Z and Beyonce. I, I had no idea yeah. that Kanye West was behind that. I also I was just like, wow. He what was it? Um, was it big? Not big pimpin. Um, the other Jay Z song that he kept on mentioning that he produced. Like, yeah, that's yeah. the one. I was just like, yeah, Kanye that really propelled him. Was behind that, like, wow, wow. And he, yeah. you know, he could have made a. A really comfortable living just being a producer making the sickest beats like the great beats like he could have just done that but he knew and I'm just like it's just mind-boggling that he knew at such a young age even you know I think it was this might, might have been the second episode where it there was like a home video of him he must have been eight or nine I think it was Christmas time and he was rapping and spitting all these bars and I was just like whoa oh my gosh and <sighs> I think one thing that I really took from this documentary, one of the main things was his passion for music, like his love, his just this passion that is kind of, it it actually could be a bit overwhelming, just how much he loves his craft. He loves, he puts everything, everything he has. Oh my gosh, when he was like, when he was in the studio, I loved it, I loved it. I loved it, it was 
absolutely just gave so me chills you're absolutely good. right i think the word you use is correct it's passion it's really not just being a good producer and doing it because oh i like it and it makes money it's the love yeah. of the music and just wanting to bring that music to the people you have to consider some of the things he said he was a rapper at that time it was only really cool to be a gangster rapper to be flashy to have like all of your videos and all of your songs just you know full of sex and violence and whatever and he was coming from a complete different angle don't get me wrong there were other rappers doing that but to go on a, such a mainstream scale with that you know he, he was hanging out with Talib Quayle and most Def and it it makes complete sense because there weren't rappers at that time who were t- who had the same lyrical content as you know Jay-Z or any of the other gangster rappers they were coming from a different perspective so it, it's, yeah. it really does make sense how they tied into the early part of his career but then he took it to a whole other level I mean you know your Cali- your Talib Quayle is your, your most Def your commons are Come legends in. and they're great but that the term backpack rapper and what it means today versus what it was in 2001 it's Kanye who did that Kanye made it possible to be a backpack rapper and to be even more successful than your gangster rapper and your rapper talking about violence and that is just he changed the face of hip-hop hip-hop was moving into a really dark and negative place so it was just so centered around killing people and being flashy and being over-sexual. And don't get me wrong, there's still elements of that. But to have oh, yeah. another space that exists that is so positive, and it was t- he was talking about God. I mean, if you consider we have a, a mainstream, huge, I think the album at number two in the Billboard charts. Yeah. With a song a like debut, Jesus A War. debut hip-hop album to, like, To debut number at number two in the charts. It's unheard of. With a song like Jesus Walks, with with a video like Jesus Walks that was like Mash's diversion. Unheard of. Oh, yeah, completely unheard of. Mash's diversion for what we were getting from hip hop at the time. And it just takes so much visionary just to do that, to be that. And so thanks. Thanks for changing of hip hop forever. It's insane. And making it more fashionable, more accessible, more oh. lighthearted, more fun. Oh my gosh. Just, yeah, incredible. Because, like, I have memories of the college dropout. I remember that album. It really was on rotate, especially, like, in my house. My sister loves, still to this day, loves that album. She loved it. She rinsed it. So I, like, grew up listening to the album. And for me, I I did, obviously, I grew up around hip-hop. But I do remember that this album was the first one that, like, a hip-hop album that I was, like, I actually, like, I, I really enjoyed these songs, like, I think it's so fun, like all the skits, all the like from um from Kanye's workout song to to yeah. Jesus walks to like um it just everything so good and through the wire was like a song that was heavily documentary documented in the documentary and I'm so grateful that it was yeah. because like you kind of I feel like it, it has been a bit overlooked in his uh, catalogue because he's got so many great, like, songs. But just to go back and Ooh. see that, like, oh, I really believe he is a genius. I really do believe that Kanye West is a genius. Even when he was in the um, the uh, dentist, or whatever you want to call it, um, he just knew that he wanted it to be the video. He knew that, like, he wanted exactly how he wanted it 
all of his yeah. art to be. And I'm just like, you are a genius. Who would be thinking at that moment when you're getting wire taken out of your mouth that, but like, actually, let's have that in the video. No one, you're a genius. Like, it's just amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Right. It's just, it's knowing the impact, knowing the impact it's going to have and capturing that moment. I mean, I was obsessed with that video when I was younger. I just was like, mom, look at his face. And I remember being like six or seven years old and just sitting so close to the TV and like, look at this guy who is rapping with his mouth half-wired shut. And like, it was it was way beyond my years, but I just understood it and I felt the pain and I could hear the determination even then. And so to see that, to see the story behind yeah. that, and he really was going through it. People were, you know, turning away. The labels were like you know, not really believing in him, you're you're at the height of your career and then uh, uh, so far, and then you get into a massive crash, it's just like, okay, it's done for you then, it's over. And he was like, no, 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 this, this is going to be part of the story. Oh, there's just so many great things about the documentary, but I think for me, the thing that stuck with, you, stuck with me the most, yes, the passion and the love for his craft, for his music, but I think... Just hearing him talk over the years, you know how much his mother meant to him. You know how much Danda, Danda, you know how much he loved her. My mind was blown just seeing how much she supported, loved and cherished her son. And I absolutely, I understand completely why people feel like after his mom passed away, things went downhill because you could tell that she was his like, she was just his everything. His rock, yeah, his anchor. I think to to normality and to sanity. I'd say I totally agree. I think there's very much even in the documentary. There's like a pre and Dunder's passing and a post Dunder's passing in terms of his music, his career, and just his attitude. You can very much see sort of the the slippery slope he went on um, after she passed, and it's it's so sad because. I think we kind of take it for granted and maybe even he does, you know, as Kudi who, um, you know, directed and recorded it, he talks about him not really grieving, not really taking the time, just went back to work, back on tour. And ultimately everybody grieves in a different way. That isn't to say it's a bad thing mm. to do. Um, that was his way of, of dealing with it. He might have just not been able to sit there and, and wallow in self-pity, which is totally understandable. He's an only child. This was his mom, his best friend, his biggest supporter, his cheerleader championed him like knew every lyric to every song Can like, even, when she was rapping every literally every lyric i was just so like supportive. yes yes and she just yeah, she just really... constant positive affirmation after affirmation like the way she would speak to him even just little things she'd always use his name in his sentence like she just i know that at the end of the documentary we see how big he is on words and semantics and like the way that we use words in context and so on mm -hmm. and you can very much see how his mom as a teacher um was influential to that everything she said to him was so affirming and so uplifting and you can understand where the confidence, the arrogance even comes from because the belief he had in himself was matched only by the belief his mom had in him. And so with all of that, I mean, how could he fail? How could he not be Kanye West, the Kanye West we know today? It's just... It's so true. It's, it's so, so true. I, I, It was just really so beautiful. She herself seems... Her laugh, like, she really just seems like she commanded the room... She yeah. just seemed so loving and 
Oh my god, it was so beautiful just to see her with her son and how proud she was. I can... And he... Oh, it was... That was really the thing that I took away from the documentary. So, on the last episode, when... I mean, I loved the documentary, but I can't lie. For me, the last episode, it was not... It really was not cute for me. I got... I felt really uncomfortable. I felt really sad. And, I mean, if you haven't watched it the last episode so the first two like Cliff said it's the the beginnings of Kanye West really and then the third one it's after 2009 it's after the VMAs it's after Taylor I'm gonna let you finish but it's after all of that it's, <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> and there were moments where I don't know about you Cliff but I really like I really just felt so sad sad like just seeing this genius kind of deteriorate in front of our eyes that's what it felt like to me that's exactly what it felt like absolutely and there was a moment oh my gosh i don't know if you remember it but on the plane this was literally right at the like towards Mm -hmm. the end of the last episode but on the plane where he he's like he's still got the passion but it just feels just fueled with anger and negativity yeah yeah oh my gosh and then cootie was like yeah let me put the camera down and it just Mm -hmm. sounded like a madman it really did and it was so kind of painful to watch like when you think of the the humble beginnings and just this young man that was going doing everything for people to hear him spit and for people to hear Mm -hmm. his bars and to take him seriously and then just to see him on the plane like i actually hated that i hated it it was horrible yeah and i i totally agree i think the the tone of the third episode is completely different to the others but it's very much uh, reflective of the where he is in his life today the third phase of his life if that's what you want to call it isn't a very happy positive place it's very dark it's not all roses it's not all positivity you're dealing with mental health it's really really sad and i do respect cootie for showing it in the most respectful way possible you know he didn't dwell on the episodes he didn't sort of bring us too far into that because ultimately it is mental health and it's very sad to see and it's not something to to ponder over or it's not to be used for entertainment or to laugh at it's it's a very absolutely sad moment absolutely and that's a real friend 100 percent. that's a real friend and i felt that as well like in the documentary like he really loves kanye west he's he they came up together and even before yeah. the plane when he was like he when he said for the first time in his life like he cut the he stopped recording because he hadn't seen the side of kanye west when he was with, i don't know i don't know who he was with like those white men and he was like yeah like like realtors like it was like a couple of realtors like a business meeting and it just started to take a really dark turn and as you said there was a time before that when he's speaking with like justin bieber's in the room and you can pretty much see the dark cloud just coming over him it's like all of his words start making sense he starts to become incoherent he's getting really flustered and angry and it just, it really does remind me, this man is ill. He's, he's dealing with an illness. This isn't just an arrogant person who's being cocky and deciding to be aggressive. I feel like it's an uncontrollable, you know, force inside him that is just, it's, it just makes him go out of control. And it's just, it's very, very sad to see. I don't think we really see the true side of, of that ever really and what you know celebrities or um, are dealing with when it comes to mental health you know we get the aftermath we get the the media reaction and the backlash but you don't actually see when that person is going through an episode 
this is what it's like for them. This is what it's like for their loved ones and people around them. And so to just tear him apart afterwards, I mean, you'll see like media stories, Kanye broke down and crying and running for president and whatever. We we can enjoy and, and get entertainment from all of the the byproducts of his mental health. Yeah. But then we're not actually being sympathetic to the the core reason of it, which is whatever he has been diagnosed with. And it's just it's sad to see. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. It was really, really hard to watch. I felt quite uncomfortable at times and it does kind of remind you what he's going through. And I guess maybe what, you know, a lot of us might be going through and it just it just reminded me to be sympathetic and to be yeah. yeah, just 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 conscious of how I treat people and conscious of my words and you just don't know what people are going through. It's sad. Yeah, and, like, especially... It, it really was sad. And, like, there was a moment... It did, like, make me laugh, but it made me feel so uncomfortable as well, like, when he was in the taxi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he was in the taxi and um, he was on the phone to his father, who I've never heard him mention, yeah. ever, really. Um, mm. He's on the phone to his dad. And... I don't know what happened, but the taxi suddenly just like starts blast, like blasting Drake. And I was just like, oh my God, like what the hell? But for me, that moment in the taxi, like it just, he's just looked like a little kid that wants the approval from their, like their parents. Like, mom, look what I did, dad, look what I did. And he, you could see in his eyes, like he looked so, I felt really sympathetic and I just wanted to give him a hug and just like oh it, it was just yeah. really of that last episode I really just did, I didn't I didn't love it I didn't love it I loved that like obviously for a documentary in for documentary purposes like it, it's amazing it's great like Kudi every episode was just amazing but just as someone that mm-hmm. loves Kanye West's genius it was really difficult to watch Exactly. And it does make me worried for the future. I mean, you know, here we have one of the greatest artists who've ever lived. Ever. And I wouldn't even put him in just like music, like just artists, fashion, whatever. And yeah, potentially losing his mind, potentially like unraveling to the point where he can't come back. And it's really, really scary. And I don't think the the media and his life and even some of his own actions. Oh, for sure. Really I'm help. sorry. We definitely, I know, I'm sorry. Accountability needs to be had. I know that like yeah. mental health and that's fine, but there are some things where it's like, keep that in the drafts, keep it in the drafts. Don't tweet it. Just keep it in the drafts. Like, come on. This is it because you can't absolve responsibility completely from the individual, yeah. um, you know, for the sake of mental health. There are a lot of things he's said and done knowing his influence in in the world knowing what he means to people you cannot say certain things and do certain things and not expect repercussion it doesn't matter where those places are coming from the impact is still the same and so you know it does it it really did make me kind of understand a light but he is sort of yeah I think a lot of the the negativity he's probably brought onto himself as well and it looks, looks like he realises that. I mean, the, the documentary ends with, you know, him finding God and really sort of turning his life towards being a servant of yeah. Christ. And it, it, it seems like a very, very positive place for him to be. I don't... Um, I, but I just hope that it, it, it remains that I way. mean, I personally didn't even feel like it ended on a positive note. It ended on, like, this, like, ambiguous... Cootie was like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with this nigga. Like, kind of almost like... <laughs> Cootie's like, well... I don't know. Um, fingers crossed. It didn't. 
I mean, yeah, yeah he, that's how it was. It was like, well... Yeah, he's, do, he's doing the God thing now, so we'll see. We'll see how he gets on. And, and this is the thing, I think we can't take away you can't like just call him like a mental patient in one hand um and not consider his genius in the other he is both he is an extremely intelligent and capable man but he is also very deeply troubled and so we're dealing with someone who is so unpredictable and has the capacity to do so many great things but also can use his power for bad if you look at what he's doing right now with his ex-wife and his ex-wife's boyfriend it's embarrassing He's going outside. Like, it's really potentially dangerous to to her, to, to Pete Davidson, to their children. And it's just like, this is where you're seeing that ego that Kanye has always had. Even before the mental health became a real issue, the part of him that is ultimately the negative side is seeping through. And you can't blame this on mental health. You can't blame this on the bipolar or not taking his meds. This is 100% Kanye being Kanye. Yeah, And so whilst it made me sympathetic 100% and it really did make me look at him in a different light, it also made me feel like you're just like a like a live cannon. You are an explosion waiting to happen because you have all of this ego and mm-hmm. arrogance and yeah. self-belief and coupled with your mental health. Like, and God narcissism. Kim Kardashian. Yeah. God bless her. Can you imagine living with him? Just, just even throughout COVID, what a nightmare of a person this person, this he, this guy was. And as I said, it doesn't take anything away from his genius, from his ability, from his what he's given to the world. But you're just a, you're a really tough guy to deal with. And I just, I, I'm, I, I'm very hopeful that he comes out of this in a positive way and that he doesn't spiral out of control. But I think that might be a bit naive. I think we're, we're the, the worst is yet to come, unfortunately. Yeah. And I feel like this episode right now is exactly how I felt watching the series. It started off, oh my gosh, I, I, the determination was so inspiring. Like, it gave yeah. me goosebumps just watching him not give up. He would never, never give up. The self-belief. Absolutely. It's so sexy. It, it's actually more than sexy. No, it, it's, <laughs> it's more than sexy. I love confident people. And people that can just like, yeah. and I think as an artist, it made me like think artists really do have it bad. Like, yeah, they're they're famous and like that's great. When you're the kind of artist that Kanye Kanye is, the one that marches to the beat of their own drum, the one that has self belief that you cannot, no one can take away from them, the one that have all this passion yeah. for music and know that they're great. That is, that's awful. That's hot. That sounds so awful. That sounds really difficult. Especially in a music industry in the world, like to put mm. yourself out there, and people try to put you in a box. People try to like tell you that you should you shouldn't do that or you should just do this. That sounds so difficult, and I'm really proud that Kanye's like he broke down all the barriers. I'm so proud, but I am also scared mm. and sad that like yeah, it's just. It's not looking great. <laughs> it's not looking great. But you know what? Fingers crossed. I'm going to put it out there. Like, I hope he gets better. I do hope that his journey with God is going to continue to, you know, keep him in a positive place. Because I want I want the goodness from Kanye. I want the great music and the innovation and the transforming hip-hop and the transforming music and all of yeah. that. I want him to keep breaking barriers because it just opens doors for so many people like him including myself so I just I want that I really do and I just wish him all the best 
So thank you, Cooney, Cooney. Kanye, for that documentary. Give him the Oscar. All the flowers. He's the, the perfect person to do that. The perfect friend. Just amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'm seeing I'm Grammys. Seeing, I'm seeing Tony, I'm like, I'm so seeing I'm everything. Cootie, that's the that's the takeaway from from this whole episode. Cootie, like honestly. The friendship that that has, yeah. the loyalty that that has, the talent that that has, like, come on. Give it up, give it up. But yeah, please, 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 your please. Thoughts. I yes. want to know, what did you take from it? There's a lot of positive takes, so did you get that? Did you get what we got? Is there anything else that you that stood out to you? Let us know where we... Or do you to. just think it's a twat? Because, like, if you feel that way, then let us know. <laughs> let us <laughs> know. I feel like, I feel like some people do, but, you know, that this is how we felt and we said what we said. So, yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I guess to, to wrap it up, Lakaya, I think you should just take it away. <sighs> okay. I feel a bit, I do feel a bit, like, kind of sad again. So, this might be a bit of sombre. That was so cool. I think we need to put some auto tune on that just for Kanye. Let me see what I can do post edit. Like, let me. (laughs) But it's been wonderful. Love you lot. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.